So you want to know how you are meant to fit in all the things that you have to do all day as a mum, the cooking, the cleaning, the running around, the errands, the dishes, the laundry, picking up, school drop-offs, all the things we have to do as mothers. You're sitting there and you are wondering, how do I fit in everything I am supposed to do plus have time for actually enjoying playing with the kids? time to have an actual conversation with my husband, time to be by myself and not be touched, not be talked to, not be called for like five minutes because, you know, we can't even go to the bathroom by ourselves. Let alone, how am I meant to fit in time with God when I can't even, I don't want to get up at 4am. That's just not doable. That is not for me. That's just not going to be doable when I'm getting up throughout the night, when I'm getting up at 4 a.m. is just not something that I can do. And that I think I really struggled with because when I was getting into this season of being a new mum and people were like, well, just get up earlier. I'm sorry. I can't just get up earlier. I'm already getting up too early, earlier than I would like to. So what what are some time management tips? And this is what we're getting into today. Time management tips for the mum who wants to prioritise her time with God and family. And today particularly we're going to be talking about how, how actually can we fit in time with God that's not at 4am or 10pm as a mum at home with toddlers. So go get your cup of tea, get your water, Let's get into the episode for today. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it. Until I found the secret, partnering with God even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. Hey Mama, so you have to excuse me on this episode, you're probably thinking, Elise, your voice sounds terrible. You sound husky and deep and like you're sick. And I have been sick. I have had pneumonia over the last week. And whilst I am getting there, it's just the lingering cough and lingering um, chest pressure. But alas, the podcast never sleeps. So I am here, made a promise to myself to be here. So I am here. And I'm excited to bring you a quick episode today all around time management and prioritizing our time with God in particular. Today, we're going to be talking about how to fit in, when can we fit in 
devotional time that's deeper than quickly read a verse before we get out of bed and call it done. Because our time with God, and I really, I really felt like God uh, knocking on my heart the other night saying, hey, I'm here. You haven't spent any time with me more than reading reading a quick Bible verse in the morning. And I, if I'm completely honest, the last few weeks I have feel like I have been smashed. Um, I got over sickness and then got over that and started a podcast mastermind, which has been amazing but has been full on, really full on. Um, we're doing lots of other projects at home and stuff. So there's just all these extra added things. And then last week I got sick again. So, and that's not to make excuses. That is to be completely honest and say that I let my systems and rhythms go because I've, I've kind of been in survival mode again a little bit. But there's nothing like sickness to stop you and make you look at things and go, okay, what am I doing? What needs to change? What do I need to do? Oh, I need to get back into the rhythm and flow of how I do things. So, you know, I don't feel like the house and the to-do list and all the things are crumbling on top of me and are controlling me, but rather I am controlling them and they work for me and they work for my family. So how can we, how do we fit in time with God? And I'm going to kind of share about a few things that I have done in different seasons you know, different seasons, it it differs in motherhood. We talk about like the newborn season and then the toddler season. But in the toddler season, there are different seasons in that. Like with our youngest, when she's teething, like school or school holidays for our oldest, things are constantly moving and flowing with motherhood. So I like to have kind of, I'm not someone who is like a rigid structure thing. So even when I'm coaching mums and helping them with uh, home efficiency, I'm, I'm not setting up something rigid and structure, structure uh, of this is your routine hour by hour. I have a friend who thrives on like having her routine that structured where I, I need my loose. So anyway, I'm going to share with you what has what has worked for me because I I really felt like I needed to balance my time better. Actually, there's been lots of times in motherhood and I've almost been a mum for five years. My baby's almost five. I can't believe that. But in those five years, there's been lots of times where I kind of catch myself and go, okay, I need to balance my time better because I'm constantly, there'll be like, maybe a week or two where I'm just like, I'm not getting everything done in the day that I need to. I just felt like there wasn't, there wasn't ever enough time to be able to do all the things that needed to be done. And unless you have the disciplines in place to do things like spend time with God. And I think because we kind of just go, oh, well, I'll do that later or because we can't see God, it's almost like, well, it's not an appointment that we've booked in. And that for a lot of us, and if I'm being totally vulnerable with you, which I always am, 
that is one of the first things for me that go because I just get caught up in do, 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 that I never actually stop to be in his presence. So I think that's the first thing when we're looking at our time with God. It's okay, what does that actually look like? What does that time look like? Because it's one thing to have an app on our phone that dings at 6 a.m. to bring up the Bible verse of the day. Um, and I, I totally have that. And I, t- and I do that so that at the least when I'm waking up, I, I can read that verse and I quickly think about it, quickly pray about it, and then I get up to do the day. So if the kids are already awake, I still take like those two minutes to do that. But that cannot be how I am relying on living in living out my Christian faith. That cannot be how I that cannot be the sole um what's the word like input into my life from God. Because that is not giving him room at all. And so for me, and I think for most of us, time with God needs to be, yes, reading the word because we we know him by reading his word. We get to know somebody by having a conversation with them and hearing their voice, hearing how they speak, hearing their language and their, um, their tone, their characteristics, those kinds of things. And we learn that about God through his word. So yes, we absolutely need to spend time in the word. And then prayer. Like we we need we need to pray. It's how we converse with God. You know, but so many times our prayers are like a quick checklist. Like, dear God, um, thank you for this, but if you could also do this, and I pray for this, and um also pray for this. And it's like a tick, 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 tick checklist. Well, I've prayed for that, so that's fine. But actually, prayer needs to be a two-way conversation. We need to leave room for God to speak. When we're spending time with God, it's, it's honestly, yes, reading the word will build our faith, and yes, praying is good, but it's almost pointless if we are not leaving room for God to then speaking to us and actually to wait on him and wait in his presence and actually just be in his presence and get familiar with the feeling of being in his tangible presence where you can feel him in the room. There's a there's an absolute difference between Quickly reading a verse and going, God, help me to live that verse out today. Amen. Okay. I'll go on to my day. And by the time you've walked out of your bedroom into the kitchen, you have forgotten the verse. So actually taking some time to meditate on God, what are you saying? What are you, what are you speaking to me? You know, and the verse of the day is a great thing to use um, if you are if you are either new to faith or if you're new to reading the Bible or you don't know what to read or 
then it's a great way because you can, it's one verse, so it's simple. And you can think, okay, God speak, speak to me through this and really take time to dive into that scripture. You know, right out there's a, the acronym is SOAP, S-O-A-P. And this is really good for, it's super basic and it's so good for anyone who is um, maybe new to doing devotionals and things like that. So you take a scripture, so you take your verse, your verse of the day, whatever it is, and so S is scripture, then O is observation. So what do you, what are your observations from that verse? What are you getting out of that verse? What what words stand out to you? What phrases stand out to you? What do you think it means? And try and unravel the meaning. Okay, well, I think that it means this. All right, well, go take it a level deeper. What does that mean? And then A is application. So how does this apply to you? As a woman living in 2022, how does this apply to your day-to-day life? of being a woman, being a mum, being a wife, being a friend, being a sister, being a daughter, being a whatever it is. How can you apply this verse today in your life? And then prayer. So take time to really pray. And it's not just because you've got those two steps between the scripture and the prayer. You've got, okay, what am I observing from this? And then what's my application? How do I, how am I going to apply this in my day-to-day life? Because you've got those two steps in between the scripture and the prayer, you are then praying so much more specifically into this scripture in your life relevant to you today than just God help me to, help me to do that, help me to do this verse, help me to be more whatever. So I think the soap and if you Google it so much, um, so many more resources and help will come up with um, that. But I just think that that's such a simple way to be able to um, dive into the scripture and into doing devotionals and a great way to set up your um time with God and then I would spend some time in his presence um, put some worship music on if you want or you can sit in silence if that's how you roll and spend some time waiting spend some time don't be afraid to sit in in the quiet in the stillness and wait for his presence to come because it will it always does uh, and he'll speak through speak through to you. So I hope that that helps with um, what that time can look like. Now, as I said earlier, because we are mothers and we are trying to balance the million things that we are doing every day, it's often hard to find a time to do that. And really you can, there's no magic number where, okay, well, you have to, you have to read this scripture seven times and then you have to 
do this and then you have to pray for seven minutes and then you have to, I'm just using seven because it's like God's number. <laughs> um, and then you have to listen to three songs and then sit and wait until his presence comes and then do that for 40 minutes. I don't think that there's a specific number. And it absolutely, for me, changes season to season and honestly, day to day. Like there will be some days where I will just be like, God, I just need you to speak to me right now. And he will. He'll drop something in my spirit like instantly. But then there'll be other days where I I actually just want to sit in the presence of God and I will do that for like two hours, mostly on days when my kids are not home. But because someone will come in and ask for a snack, who knows that that's right? So what what can we do to to do that with our kids? And the first, the biggest thing I think is to involve our kids in it, even when they are like. So my kids, my oldest son, I'll just I'll walk you through a few things that we do. So our oldest child, our son, is almost five. Our daughter is three and our other daughter is one. So they are still quite young. So what I do in the morning, I read the verse of the day because I just want the word of God to be the first thing I do and I find that I am so tempted to go straight to social media, so tempted to. Even even if I move the apps, even if I do everything, the thought is just always there. So. I have disciplined myself and still I'm in the process of working on that discipline that when I wake up in the morning, I want the first thing I read to be the word of God. And I I am really trying. I feel like I shared a couple of, probably a couple of months ago now, that I'm really trying to learn to be a morning person and get up in the morning but that is a very that is a long lesson that I am I'm still learning and so most mornings I will wake up some mornings I will just naturally wake up before the kids but most mornings the kids are waking up first which is fine and so what I do they will usually just come out to go out to the lounge room or um occasionally come in to me and I will say to them okay just give me five minutes go and play give me five minutes and then I'll come out and so in that five minutes I am reading the verse of the day and then I'm reading the verse of the day I'm quickly going through that soap so going okay what does this verse mean to me today I'm kind of putting the o and the a together what does this verse mean to me today for me today how can I apply this to my day today god help help me to do this more today help me to live this out today and pray into that more specifically for my day and it is not a long fancy prayer and then that is it I then get up come out do the mum thing and and that's what we do then over breakfast, 
we read, we have a little daily devotional thing and I read that with the kids. And so that is that is every day without, um, without fail, basically, that is, that's every day. Then what I will usually do, because I'm not someone who can, I'm not good at waking up early to try and do my devotional like I just it it doesn't end well and I go back to sleep (laughs) or I just get so tired and it is giving yourself grace for the season maybe when the kids are a bit older and sleeping better and we don't have a child teething and all those things there's no sickness in the house then maybe it will be easier to get up and and do that time but for this season right now that's not doable for me and I'm not getting up at 4am so usually I know that I am at my best usually mid-morning that is when things just seem to I'm alert enough I've had my tea I'm alert enough the kids are happy enough and so that is when I I try to fit in and I I really encourage you to almost book it in like an appointment because things happen. And yes, life happens and life is always going to happen. But I find that when I really prioritize it as okay, I really I really need to get into the presence of God today. Maybe the I've had a hard week, something's happened, the kids are testing my patience and I know that I need Jesus. So then I will include them. I will include the kids. So if I am, um, and I'll usually just do the verse of the day that I did this morning unless there was something particular Um, like a study or a plan that I'm going through or something in particular that we're reading in the Bible as a church or as our connect group or things like that. Um, But if not, I will go back to the verse of the day because I find that that really solidifies and gets it into me because otherwise I'm terrible. And you ask me two hours later, what did you read? And I'll be like, I um. I don't remember what the verse of the day was, but something. But I find that by doing the uh, SOAP acronym, it really helps to get it into you. So I will then, I'll do the verse of the day again if I'm not doing something else. And then that's when I will really go into, and I will include the kids. And yes, my daughters aren't really, um, old enough to understand a lot of things but I will try no matter what the verse was I will try and say it to them in a way that they can understand like even like make it as simple as I possibly can so this morning was all about trusting in God so I I said we we don't have to be afraid we can trust God that that is how simple I made the verse because it was not that simple but that's how I explained it to them because yes the one-year-old no idea the three-year-old 
praying for her salvation. Um, she was <laughs> total side note, but she was very concerned about Jesus coming into her heart because he can't fit. And that just got into a theological explosion of my brain. But anyway, <laughs> um, but my my son, who is almost five, he's getting to the point where he's starting to understand things. He's starting to ask questions. He's starting to put things together and really starting to learn about God and who he is. And so I can, and I highly encourage you to involve your kids in this time. Yes, you you need time to seek and hear from God, but your kids can be there. You don't have to do it behind in your room without the kids because so many of us, we try to do that because we think that that's how it has to be. This is how it has to be for God to speak to me. But God will speak to you. And, hey, God will even speak to your kids. So if we do that and then I will put uh, worship music on the TV, I'll usually, or on um, Google, and then I'll, I'll be out in the lounge room with the worship music on, with the kids, and I will... I will usually just sit and be still and wait on God, wait for his presence, wait for him to speak to me, wait for um, the feeling of peace about something if that's what I'm praying for and believing for. And and then I will, I will pray with the kids. And sure, they're not really sitting there and praying with me, but they are here. And so this is also embodying to our kids how to spend time with God. So they grow up knowing how to spend time with God. The other things I do is I will um, like print off um, some coloring um, of like a Bible story. You, know, you can search on Pinterest like Noah's Ark coloring in and do that and do some coloring while I'm doing it. So they are, whether they understand it or not, that time is holy time. That time is sacred time. So, yes, they could still be coloring in, but it's still getting that into them. Or, um, you know, read, I'll get some books out and bring them out to the lounge room and I'll get like their little Bible story books out and they can read those. And I just think that being intentional, kind of doing two birds with one stone, you're spending time with God, you're able to be still in his presence. Ensure the kids, there are days where the kids are not having a bar of anything and I say, okay, well, you need to go and go and play in your room or go and do this or go, go and do something else. But to model to them from a young age, what a privilege to model to them from a young age about being in God's presence and how God speaks to us and how God you know, fills us with peace and fills us with joy and what his presence is. You know, because there's no there's no junior Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that speaks to you can speak to your kids. So I would just find a time in your day. You know, it doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be fancy. But find a time in your day and make it a priority. 
make it work for you and your family, whatever you have to do. Hopefully I've given you enough um, examples and and ideas of how to make it easier. But don't think that it has to be perfect. Don't think that there's some like um, checklist that you have to tick off. It's really just get in the presence of God. Whatever you need to do to get in the presence of God, do that. So I hope that that has helped you and blessed you and I'd love I'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode. I'd love it if you would took a screenshot and shared this with a friend, share it with a mama who needs some encouragement. Uh, if you'd like to, I'd so appreciate if you left the show a review. It takes like two seconds on Apple iTunes. But have a blessed week, mama. I will be with you again next week for more episodes of the wholesome mama show well that wraps up another episode and i pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week if you did get something out of today's episode please subscribe leave a review so i know that you're loving the show you can also come and chat on instagram the handle is at wholesome mama And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.